Welcome to freescripturebooks.org and the knowledge of God. My name is Jeff. We're doing word studies. We're doing studies on judgment and we're on about the books opened up in heaven during judgment. So this is part two of the books. The Lamb's Book of Life we just kind of mentioned um, before the last, uh, during, at the end of the last episode. This one's Revelation 21, 27. And nothing unclean and no one who practices abomination and lying, and lying shall ever come into it, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. The book of life belongs to Jesus. He's the only one that was able to open it. There are seven seals on it. And everybody is weeping and crying because unless that book is open, then nobody has eternal life. But there's one man who committed no sin, who knew no sin, who obeyed everything that God had told him to do. <laughs> and he was raised from the dead and he is worthy to open that book. And, and present our names and present us before the Father. Because whoever denies uh, Jesus before men, Jesus will deny before the Father. But anyone who's written the Lamb's Book of Life, Jesus will introduce to the Father. So one day Jesus is going to say to the Father, Jesus, this is Jeff, my, my well, uh, good and faithful, true servant. <laughs> and so that's going to be a mighty and wondrous, glorious day because Jesus was able to open the book and show to the Father who is in that book. Hallelujah. Revelation 20, chapter 20, verses 11 through 15, says, Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat upon it from those presents earth and heaven fled away, and no place was found for, uh, for them. And I saw the dead and the great and small standing before the throne. The books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged from the things which were written in the books according to their deeds. So there's the book was open, which is the book of life. The dead were judged from the things that were written in the books. So there's books, other books besides the book of life, according to their deeds. The sea gave up the dead which were in it, and the death and Hades gave up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every one of them, according to their deeds. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. That's not where we want to spend eternity. So many books were open. The books of the, there's a book of the living, which every person who ever lived in their deeds. If you made it out of the womb, you know, and, and, and so every, every deed that you ever committed, whether good or bad, is in, is in those books. And if, you know, and if, you're, if you deny Jesus before men, it means you didn't ever receive Jesus. You're going to be judged out of these books based on your own righteousness and no judge worth his you know, worth, uh, worth his, his position is going to say you should be able to go into when, you know, when you have, when you're lawless, you know, you can't like, I like to say or may traffic court, you can't say, well, you're, you're guilty. Oh yeah, judge, I'm guilty of running through the red light, but I did it at speed limit. So at least I kept part of the road rules. No, if you broke one rule, then you broke them all. The scripture talks about and no judge is going to let you off because you kept some other rules. And so in this book is every deed you've done wrong, every devilish thing you've done, every self-conceited thing you've done, and we're going to be, you know, and those people are going to be judged and not be thrown into the lake of fire. So, um, and so the book of the living, and that, there's also a book, I believe, of every person that's ever lived, might be, you know, um, which we won't go into because, you know, what, from the, from from conception, uh, abortion is is murder. 
I'm not condemning you, but if you continue, you know, continue on that path, if you don't repent of it, then there is some danger, danger for you. And I don't want you to be judged on that any more than I want me to be judged on the sins I've committed. So, so please repent, please turn, return, turn from that. But anyway, when conception begins, God puts a living soul in that womb. And so, and that person becomes a person. And so even the people who do not make it out of the womb are in heaven. Their names are also written in the Lamb's Book of Life because they didn't even have a chance. And uh, the Book of Living is the people who actually made it out of the womb and who, you know, committed good and bad deeds are in that, in that book. So the Book of Life only has the names who have received Jesus, but there is a Book of Living, living which means every person that ever lived and the deeds that they've done, whether good or bad, and were judged out of that book. Or the books, it talks about there's books. You've got to think how many billions of people. There's like eight billion, close to 8 billion people now. And think of all the history of the world, how many billions of people are. So how thick, how thick would that book be? <laughs> okay. So now let's go on to what happens about blotting out. Some of those books we talked about blotting out earlier about God writing a book about us and ordaining things that we should do, uh, Psalms 139, and some of those things that God had ordained for us to do that we never showed up for or probably blotted out. It means we never, since we didn't see it, he can't write it about us or he can't keep it in the book because we didn't do it. It's like a book that never made it to the movie screen because it was blotted out. Exodus chapter 32, verse 30 through 35 on the day Moses said to the people, You yourselves have committed a great sin, and now I'm going up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. Then Moses returned to the Lord and said, Alas, this people has committed a great sin, and they have made a gold, a god of gold for themselves. But now, if you will forgive their sin, and if not, okay. And this people have committed a great sin, and they have made a, a god of gold for themselves. Now here's Moses. But now, if you will forgive their sin, and if not, please blot me out from your book which you have written. And the Lord said to Moses, whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out of my book. So which book is he talking about? But go now, lead the people where I told you. Behold, my angels shall go before you. Nevertheless, on the day when I punish, I will punish them for their sin. Then the Lord smote the people because of what they did and the calf which Aaron had made. So what does that mean? And that could be, you know... Some people believe, blot out the books, the book of the living. Remember talking about the book of living, every deed you ever committed? So it ties the time that you're born and every deed either committed good or bad is written in there and, and the date that you left this, left this world. So it could be simply as mean they blotted out the book of living, which means God killed them. They didn't live anymore he, or allowed them to die um, for one reason or another. And Moses saying, well, blot me out of this book too. Take my life if you're not going to forgive these people. And, you know, that's pretty bold statement and of course you know god comes back and says no that's not going to happen you know they're going to pay for their own sins you can't you can't do it because you're a sinner yourself is pretty much what he was saying you can't you know you you can't be somebody's defense attorney when you're just as guilty as everybody else <laughs> come on <laughs> and so so he tells it so so god responds says no no but I'll, i'm going to blot them out so rather that be the blot them out of the book of living which means they die and then they go into, you know, every man is given once to die, then face judgment. And in Ashton's fire, you know, we're killed by the Holy Spirit. You can say, it says, you know, I don't like, I don't like that. I don't have, you know, hear that. But it says, you know, uh, Peter told, and on fire on different occasions, same day, different occasions told him, says, you're lying to the Holy Spirit. And you're not lying to men, but you're lying to the Holy Spirit. And it says, they, you know, they dropped over dead. And so, so God, you know, rescinded his life. 
So where they blotted out the book of the living, which means they no longer available on this earth, but they still made an eternal life. You know, I don't really know. Um, and the same thing here to these people when God blotted them out was out of the book of living. And, and I don't know. But, uh, but, we'll, but anyway, Moses tried to intercede, but Moses was not able to intercede for him. So you find the scripture, in fact, blotted out from underneath heaven is using, uh, using a, a, at least a half a dozen times in scripture. And so that could simply mean, just means they're no longer on this earth, but doesn't necessarily mean they went to, to hell. I, I can't really stand one, one place or another on that one. Okay, so let's go to point 10. Revelations chapter 3, verse 1 through 6. This is Jesus talking to one of his uh, churches. He says, To the angel of the church in Sardis, Sardis, write, I, He who is the seven spirits of God and the seven stars say this, I know your deeds, that you have a name, that you are alive, but you are dead. Wake up and strengthen the things that remain, which are about to die. For I have not found your deeds complete in the sight of God. So remember what you have received and heard and keep it and repent. Therefore, if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief and you will not know at what hour I will come to you. But you have a few people in Sardis who have not sold their garments, and they will walk with me in white, and they are and they are worthy. He overcomes will thus be clothed in white raiment, garments, and I will not, I will not raise erase his name from the book of life. This is NSAU, and a place to say blot. I will not blot his name from the book of life. So which means Jesus is saying, I can blot your name out of the book of life. And I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Remember, we're talking about confession. If we do not confess God or Jesus before men, God, uh, Jesus will not confess us before God. Right there, it says, I will confess your name before my Father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear. And who speaks and what the Spirit says to the churches. So here's talking about Jesus blotting people's names out of the book of life. That's not, a, you know, not something I like to hear, not something you like to hear, but it is what it is. And, you know, God says that it is true. So quite possibly, every person was written in the Lamb's Book of Life before the foundation of the world. So I, so I believe that everybody's name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life. is only blotted out if somebody, you know, denied Jesus by not receiving Jesus at the point of death. Every man is given once to die and then face judgment. So I think at the point of death, if, you're, if you haven't, you know, lived your life for Christ, you haven't received Christ in your heart, and, and you're denying him either through word or through deed, then your name is, you know, blotted out after much correction so quite possible every person was named written in the last book of life before the foundation of the world names may be blotted out at the moment of death as a person did not turn to jesus did not put his his life into jesus hands what deeds do we need to complete to make sure we not blot it out because this is this is the correction that jesus gave to this church in sardis it says i know your deeds that you have a name that you are alive but you're dead wake up and strengthen the things which remain wake up and strengthen the things that remain which are about to die for I have not found your deeds complete. So what deeds is he talking about that are not complete? That they begin, but they do not complete. And that's that's a whole teaching in itself I could probably go hours on. But let's just put it down, compress it. What deeds do we need to complete to make sure we are not blotted out? Repentance. Repentance. We need to complete repentance. Repentance is more than just changing our mind. It's also a change of direction. If all you do is recognize, say, yep, that's sin. Yep, that's wrong. Yep, God doesn't like that, but continue to do it. That's not repentance. You changed your mind as far as, you know, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, there's a lot of things I didn't know was sin before I became saved. 
And when I became saved and saw it, you know, and even now God shows me some things that I didn't know after 20 some years. I'm going, oh, that's, yeah, Lord, I'm, I'm sorry. And I repent of that. And I've changed my thinking, changed my thoughts, but also changed my direction. So what deeds do we need to complete to make sure we are not blotted out? Repentance is turning from sin um, to God through the sacrifice of Jesus. So we need to complete that. In fact, I call sin uh, or repentance a three-strong cord. You know, a three-strong cord, which is a rope, which, which is not easily broken. In fact, I've got, a, I've got a rope right here. This is a rope. And look, one, two, three. I mean, would you want to hang by just one thread, two threads, or three threads? Wouldn't you want to have a rope like this that's all three are twisted like that? Well, repentance is a three-strong cord. And, and it tells, I think Ecclesiastes, that a three-strong cord is not easily broken. So if you want to, so repentance is made complete by change of mind. You know, change of direction, and third, change of heart. Change of mind, change of direction, and change of heart. First one, change of mind, means this is sin. Change of direction means you're going the opposite direction. And change of heart, that, that can take a while sometimes, because a change of heart means we should hate the sin. We should hate sin, but love righteousness. We should hate the things that God hates and love the things that God loves. And there are many times that I've walked away, I've walked away from sin, but I haven't quite hated it yet. It's taken me a while to hate it. It's taken me a while to understand the, the death that is brought and the destruction is brought to the point that I hate that sin, that I will not even return it. But I get to the point where I tell other people how bad it is that you don't want to do it. And so that can take some time, but we need to at least have the first two is we change our, change our mind and change our direction. And then God will change our heart and, and put that into us that we hate that sin that we were once in. So the rope the Lord throws to us or repentance, we want to grab. We want to grab this whole thing and not just and not just change our mind, because then you know, you're hanging on by a thread, or just you know, or just change our direction. But we want to have all three, so it's strong, strong rope. So another thing is, what have you seen and heard? Because people automatically start thinking that, you know, if you don't get all your I's dotted, your T's crossed, your P's and Q's in place, that God is just going to give up on you, that you haven't repented over your sin, you haven't turned away from your own sin, and so, you, so you're going to go to go to hell. And that's, that's not, that is not what I'm saying. You know, we're talking, you know, we t uh, so there's more more to it. What have you seen and heard? This is, this is your judgment. Talking about in John 3, 18, 3, 19. Talks about this is the judgment that, you know, light came into the world and people hated the light, so they ran into darkness. To him much is given, much is required. So God judges us based on the light that we have, based on the knowledge of God. We have freescripturebooks.org, the knowledge of God. How much knowledge of God do you have? Not just you've heard from somebody else or you heard from your church, but that God has personally given to you. Remember when Jesus asked, who am I? And they gave him a bunch of different people. And then he asked Peter, you know, asked disciples, who am I? And Peter, you know, says, well, you're the, you're the Messiah. You're the Savior of the world. And Jesus said, blessed are you, Peter, for you've heard not from flesh and blood, but you've heard from, from God. Well, Jesus had been telling him who he was but he no longer hearing with these ears but he heard with his heart here he knew deep down who Jesus was and so the same thing you know you can we can hear both of us can hear the same thing we can sit in the same service in this a church service and hear the same word and one of us get it get a hold of it and the other person goes out one ear out the other kind of like the sower of the word and you know, some seed fill the west side some fill into rocky ground some fill into bad ground some fell into good ground and so, it, so the judgment we're based on is what we know. So if God tells you something to sin, but you continue in it, no matter how big or how small, you, you end up denying Jesus. You have a form of holiness, denying the power thereof. 
Now, God is long-suffering. He may allow that to go on for a long time, even decades, you know, because your heart is right, because you're struggling, because you get to the point. But because of the point when you reject light, because, you know, if God turns on the light for you and you turn off the light, what else do you have? You only have darkness, right? So, and so, so we want to walk in the light that God has given us. So we need to finish up. He says, I have not found your deeds completed in the sight of my God. So whatever God has shown you, you need to complete those things. You know, you got to do it with the grace of God. You got to do it in Jesus. You can't run off in fear and try to complete those things and try to do it in the works of the flesh. But the first thing you need to do is remember repentance, change of mind, says, God, forgive me. I've been doing wrong. I've been doing the wrong a long time. Uh, help me to get over this sin. Help me up whatever I need to do to overcome the sin, to, to change directions. So we'll do it on 100 degrees around this. And Lord, give me the hate. For this sin so i no longer want it so no longer like a dog return to his vomit so no longer a pig who was made clean turning into uh back into the to, into the mud help me help me stop those things and so we need the lord you know do that we can't do it on our own Read the book of, of Galatians, finds out when people turn away from Jesus and try to clean themselves up or try to wash their own feet, you know, um, on their own rather, rather than tr uh, trust in uh, Jesus. So, uh, so we need to wake up. You know, if you're asleep, if you're asleep, then you need to wake up. Uh, when you turn off the lights, when you turn out the lights, it is like going to sleep. Don't we do that? I mean, some people can sleep in the lights. Some people like sleeping in the lights, I guess. Um, but usually you turn off the lights to go to sleep. So if the Lord has given you light on a certain subject, a certain area of life, he's shown a light in an area that you don't want to repent of, the only choice you have is either repent or turn off that light. And if you turn off that light, most likely you're just going to go to sleep. And if you're caught asleep, you know, it just it's just not a good thing we got to live a life of repentance once again i know i got to balance this out because i don't want people to fear that oh no i better repent of these sins and now they're in the flesh trying to do things that only the lord can do only by the grace of god that you can do you cannot do it on your own every you're saved by grace through faith you're delivered by grace through faith. You commit, you know, you stop sin. You overcome sin by grace through faith. There is no other way. There's nobody can say, I conquered sin on my own. I conquered sin by, you know, these, these methods. And so you can too. There are things that we can do, but there's only one way that we can over overcome sin. And that is blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony and love not our life. And the only way we're going to be able to do that is by abiding in Jesus. So I want you to know that, that God has not given up on you. God is long suffering. And so if you've been in something for a long time, if, and even if you have turned off the light and have gone to sleep, the Lord can wake you up. In fact, it says, Peter, wake up, old sleepy heads, wake up to righteousness. So, so just because you're asleep doesn't mean you're dead. It doesn't mean you're dead in your sins. And there's scripture that talks about that too. But it means you can wake up and, 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 and uh, turn on the light and, and walk in that light as Jesus is the light. Hallelujah. So this is good. Freescripturebooks.org. Be blessed.